Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Viewer discretion is advised. Your fave will be criticized. That's Chris. That's Jan. And welcome to CTTV, the nonstop pop show. And today we will be discussing JYP Entertainment's poptastic history and its upcoming girl group. So what is JYP Entertainment? It was founded in 1997 by Park Jin Young, who was a very popular singer in his own right in the 90s. JYP Entertainment is a South Korean entertainment company with a record label as well. With the success of Notorious Male Idol Rain, or V, the company quickly gained prominence and was known as part of the big three K-pop companies in the late 2000s, along with SM and YG. Mm-hmm. And since then, the agency has had artists including 2PM, Day6, Stray Kids, and Extenary Heroes. But forget the men, because today we are focusing (laughs) on the company's girl groups. Yes. But before we get into that, since J.Y. Park was a singer himself and also Mm -hmm. produces much of his artists' music, the agency also has a signature sound and, of course, his producer tags. This is a JYP production. <laughs> oh my God, right? You did you say that? That's right. For the whisper. <laughs> oh man. I feel like that 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 tag has has evolved. It's been JYP. This is a JYP production. Uh-huh. And then it was um JYP introduces. <laughs> like it was just <laughs> so, oh god. He was honestly like the ditty of um mm-hmm. producer yes. tags, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> And speaking of the sound, we're going to talk about the signature sound of JYP Entertainment. Um, The idols that have trained under JYP learn the signature half air, half sound vocal style. And this results in a bright and emotive sound that permeates through all of its artists. And while the male idols and groups tended to have hip hop and R&B heavily repetitive hooks throughout every song, um, their range was very dramatic to light and bubbly. Uh, The girl groups kept those repetitive hooks, but often lean more towards retro influences with ranges from extremely sassy and sexy to cute and bubbly. Mm -hmm. Um, And I have to say, honestly, I've always liked the girl group sound more than the boy group sound. The girl groups, the music for the girl groups always felt more well thought out. In my opinion, I feel like there was more effort put forward. Um, (laughs) Boy groups, they always seem like evolved versions of each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Hip hip-hop although a genre that jyp is heavily interested in i mean i i think a lot of people don't realize this but in his old company he used to have like the building he used to have a bobby brown room a michael jackson room named after black artists uh so he's always been influenced by hip-hop and r&b right but i wouldn't say that hip-hop is a genre that he should have been producing alone i liked 2pm okay ship ship we loved it uh and got seven and straight kids is growing on me but i just feel like those those groups got better because other producers were brought in but i mean girl groups they held it down a little bit more thought went into the 
process, I think. What about you? How do you feel about like JYP's whole sound overall? I mean, so I'm also, I've been a fan of many of the artists under JYP, but let's Mm -hmm. be honest here. Vocals are not the priority when it comes to what, who ends up being chosen for these groups. Um, (laughs) I think he definitely does. He, he definitely focuses more just on general X factor. I think, you know, a, yeah, a pretty yeah. face, a decent <laughs> ability to dance and, and perform yeah. um, and the vocals. Well, as long as you have a couple in there that can carry the song, <laughs> that's all you need, you know, um, that seems to kind of be consistent throughout all his groups, to be very honest. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's just right. his philosophy, right? When it, when it comes to to, to what he looks for in his groups. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't love the vocal style though, to be honest. Um, mm. it, it's, it's very throaty and, and very, yeah. um, it's just, it always feels like they're, they're pushing as hard as they can in a yeah, way. Um, to emote. yeah. And mm. it just doesn't sound very natural. Um, and yeah, it just sounds a little forced. So yeah. it's not my favorite stylistically, but at least the range has grown at least now with him with more artists I guess being under his label so right right I think the bigger he's gotten I think he's had more of an opportunity to kind of again with got seven being like the reintroduction of 2 p.m but having better sounds because they had different producers I think Mm -hmm. the more the bigger that they get the more their sound expands I mean Stray Kids I couldn't even imagine JYP making a sound that making songs like what Stray Kids are doing right um but yeah, you know, speaking about those, that singing style, that half breath, half voice thing, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, he sings like that. That's the thing. J.Y. Park sings like that. You make me feel special. Um, it's, just, it's always been his singing style, that whole like, <laughs> and for him it's okay because it comes out like okay it, it just sounds really emotional <laughs> and people are like wow he really understands like you know the quote-unquote black sound um because it just sounded really like you know em- emotional and soulful um but i mean he's always singing like in the mask of his voice like all of the 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 sound is forward and really nasally he's like so you have groups like 2 p.m singing they're doing runs it's just like i'll be back it's just very like you know in the front of their face right but the girls too though the girls do it too yes and it's gotten oh god it's gotten almost not worse but i feel i feel bad for the girls because the more time that passes, the less soulful the music becomes. Therefore, the more bright it becomes. So the more nasal it becomes. So the mm-hmm. soft palettes are really tight. And they have to sing up here and then push it out and then belt with every single muscle in their mouth being tight as hell and mm-hmm. their jaws locked. Yeah. So again, it's not the most complimentary, not the most healthiest, not the most sustained vocal technique. I'm not a fan of it. And he has this thing where he always tries to make the male vocalist sound like him. Like Wu Young from 2 p.m., Jin Young from God Seven, and then he tried it with the Wonder Girls too. Like when he was like earlier records, when because he was the main producer, because he was making the demos and the dances, they had to sound and look like him. So <laughs> I'm not sure that's a good or bad thing, but I mean, it's why we're here to talk about all these girl groups to talk about the evolution of the sound, the look, and to see how far it has come from those earlier, you know, days.
Yes, exactly. And then predictions for this new one that's going to debut oh, very yeah. soon as well. But that's let's right. go back to his first girl group, the Wonder Girls. So they debuted in 2007 and they had a sexy R&B concept with their first release, Irony. But after Hyanna left the group due to health reasons, trainee Yubin debuted three days later with the Wonder Girls to perform what would become their breakout hit, Tell Me. So this song cemented the group's signature sound as South Korea's retro queens. Mm-hmm. And that's because their music contains elements from the 60s through to the 80s. And they basically were huge. They reached commercial success, yeah. not just in South Korea, but they were the first South Korean girl group to, or group actually, not even girl group, mm-hmm. to enter the Billboard Hot 100 in 2009 with their song, Nobody, when it charted at number 76. And with that song, they also made, were the first K-pop group to make a US television debut on So You Think You Can Dance and mm-hmm. Wendy Williams as well. So after another lineup change, a successful U.S. tour with 2PM, and more success in South Korea, the Wonder Girls released a made-for-TV movie on Nickelodeon and also (laughs) released English songs, including The DJ Is Mine, featuring the schoolgirls. I don't know who they are either. And Like Money, (laughs) featuring Akon. And then finally, after a three-year hiatus, a few members from across the timeline reunited to release a couple more projects from 2015 through 2017 before finally Mm -hmm. disbanding. Right. So, uh, are man. you a fan of the Wonder yeah. Girls? Yeah, yeah, totally. This was my first girl group, right? I got into K-pop. It was Boa, Taeyang, Big Bang, Shiny, and then I was like, "Whoa, who are these girls?" And it was the Wonder Girls. And um, I remember seeing "Tell Me," uh, the music video for "Tell Me," um, with So He dressed as a Wonder Woman, as Wonder Woman. And then I remember watching police officers covering this dance at the time. Like those were the first couple of covers I've ever seen in my life. I was like, why are people covering this? Dance? Like, I didn't even know what a cover was at the time. Like, yeah. Before covers became so saturated. But yeah, it was so interesting to see how this song took people by storm. And again, it's kind of one of those things where it's like people clown JYP now. But again, he produced this. He uh, arranged this. He choreographed it, essentially. You know, there's, <laughs> there is footage of this man in his apartment choreographing this and I remember like this being a huge thing I mean I love the Wonder Girls uh, I actually auditioned for JYP back in 2017 with Be My Baby <laughs> yes oh my god amazing <laughs> yeah what about you do you like the group Jesus. yeah you know I have to say I remember their U.S. promo so well like mm. seeing an Asian girl group on yeah. television you know like that yeah. was that was insane like I don't think people fans now are so spoiled you guys have no yes. idea how crazy yes. it was to even mm-hmm. have someone even know of right. anything in k-pop you know and right, so to right. have the exposure that they did and you know to have like a American record label and everything that was a groundbreaking like that was absolutely awesome to see so while I don't I love nobody yeah yeah, I absolutely love Nobody. Yes. I don't love what eventually they ended up doing, though. Like, I oh. thought the Nickelodeon movie was terrible. I did not oh. like the two English songs. I like the Korean songs. Like, I like Be My yeah. Baby and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, it just, 
Um, I didn't love that what I guess the A&Rs and stuff in the U.S. ended up trying to turn them into. It just didn't really work. But right, right. But yeah, so but seeing kind of their overall attempt and everything, it was mm-hmm. amazing. Like yeah. I, people, you need to credit them. They really were like they really the were first. the first to really they try. And yeah. um, and they made a lot of headway. People still remember nobody, you know? Yes. Um, yes. and so so yeah. <laughs> also, I just want to mention they did mm-hmm. do this like band concept when they returned oh, yes. after the hiatus. Oh. Yeah. While you could tell none of them were masters at their instruments, um, right. I appreciated their attempt the effort, to be right. something new. And, and um, some of the songs like Why So Lonely, they're, oh, they're really yeah. good. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm a fan. And I'm and a lot of the members have since gone on to do some really cool solo stuff too. So indeed, yeah. indeed. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I just, I honestly, I feel like this, I feel like this group uh, vocally were probably, um, they, they had, two good singers Yenny and Sunye Sunye mm-hmm. Sunye excuse me yes um uh when when Sunmi left and then came back it was just like a big thing so yeah I think this is one of the groups I've seen so many member changes mm-hmm. but still be successful I think what really kind of slowed them down was going to America and they lost that they lost the kind of momentum they had because Girls Generation had released G but yeah I mean for the most part they did pretty good and it wasn't a bad premier girl group for JYP but I have to say the next group oh honey <laughs> absolutely amazing introducing miss a (laughs) a four member group which consisted of two korean and two chinese members hayden from the wonder girls was actually supposed to debut with this group but ended ended up replacing sun me so Mm. that's how we end up with the four and this group focused on an electro pop and r&b in their discography and their lyrics are full of that girl power sentiment oh my goodness and they debuted in july 2010 with their single bad girl good girl I love this song. Yes. (laughs) Miss A received first place on KBS Music Bank, becoming the fastest girl group to take the number one spot on a music show at that time and held the spot for a month, breaking the previous record set by SNSD. And with the huge success in Korea and in China, the group racked up a ton of hits, including Goodbye Baby and then I Don't Need a Man and the critically acclaimed Hush, which has been covered very poorly by <laughs> numerous, numerous girl groups and on s- survival reality shows. And their music video for their final single, Only You, in March 2015, has over 97 million views on their YouTube, which is a huge feat for a second-gen girl group, especially yeah. the, the last song, you know? Mm-hmm. So what did you think about Miss A as a group? And, oh, you know? <laughs> I love Miss A so much. I remember, <laughs> I, I so right when I was getting into K-pop um, mm-hmm. was when Goodbye Baby was released. And oh, it was yeah. everything. Wow. That song is so good. Um, and of course, mm-hmm. they just like quickly became one of my favorite girl groups at the time. Yeah. Um, they're just the perfect balance of like sassy and sexy, but like not over the top, 
you know? Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think honestly having, because they were like half Chinese, I actually did feel oh, yeah. like a deeper connection to that. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of kind of seeing that was, was cool for me. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, God, their discography is just, it's so good. It's almost, it's so sad seeing how few singles they've actually released during yeah. their active years. Um, yeah. But all of them are so good. Touch. Yes is up there hush oh, yeah. is up there like oh, honestly yeah. <laughs> it's so so good like i still have these songs on my playlists now i still send these videos to my friends now you know it, it's really stood the test of time and there's mm-hmm. no one that's really kind of taken the lane that they've gone right um, in k-pop right even still now right so you know i think it was a different era then too because the whole thing with k-pop like we do call it the golden era i mean second gen was really kind of that's when YouTube was popping up. You know, I, I even sent somebody goodbye, baby. I, she was like, oh, here's dubstep. I was like, well, here is K-pop. Mm-hmm. And she used to come to me and swing her arms and do the dance for the yeah. <laughs> goodbye, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I think at the time it was more focused on the feminine aspect of girl groups. So that means putting them in heels, putting them in the little sneaker wedges, um, you know, tights, uh, leotards. I think that's what's, what really set them apart. And I, I think what also made them different was that the fact that they did have those two Chinese members. It's like K-pop, but these girls are Chinese. But honey, you couldn't tell Faye or Faye and Gia nothing. They could dance their booties off, oh, okay? Yes. Oh my God, they were scary good. And I think at the time they were going to be like a little Chinese Wonder Girls, which is why Hayden was there too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean- they were so talented. It was undeniable. And I remember their second single, Breathe, as being one of my favorite from their debut. Um, their dance showed how athletic and how stable their vocals were. Like, you could hear them gasping in yes. the microphones. You know what I'm saying? Like, people like, oh, my God, monster rookies. No, these girls were not playing. Men was cha- trained for, like, what, darn near, like, like damn near 10 years mm-hmm. in uh, America, I think. Uh, you know, the two Chinese members were freaking awesome flexible athletic talented it's just the range in this group was really scary mm-hmm. but everyone filled a role it wasn't just like hey here's a big group of people here's a sub vocal even Susie got better as she got older yes. you know so yeah it's one of those it's, they're one of those groups that were so solid in the beginning and got better they're almost like a shiny to me they stayed together they made it work whatever happened on the inside we don't know but when they went on stage it was it was tight and uh, they were just beyond good. And I think we won't ever see it again because no one wants to be that sexy, fierce group without being like, oh, let me show my cleavage. Let me show my my, my yams, you know? It's, it, there's a way to teeter it, but I don't feel like a lot of the third gen, fourth gen groups are able to do that. And I don't know why, but mm, interesting. Hey, different time, different time. Yeah, I, I am quite sad that they didn't continue because can you imagine yeah. how fierce they would be now? Like it would be <laughs> like if the Pussycat Dolls, you know, didn't break up, but they just, you know, if they kept You know going. what? That's um, why their yeah. concept was like that. The Pussycat Dolls, the, yeah. the, ballet, the ballet bars, the leg extensions. Go ahead. Yes. Except Go ahead. all four of them could sing. Could do it. That was the other yeah. thing was, I, I do think, Yeah. I don't know if it, maybe it was because like they were trained. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it mm-hmm. was, but like vocally, actually, they actually all can carry it. And yeah. they actually do all sound. They don't all do like the breathy thing. No. <laughs> As not much. at all um yeah so, yeah so it's not as much there um but it does it is a shame that they never really reached their full potential I think right um right. and I think that was due to politics like within the group um 
also maybe not being prioritized as much within JYP. And that would seem to stay consistent with this next girl group as well. (laughs) So um, (laughs) the next one we're going to talk about is 15 and. Is that how you actually say it? Yeah, 15 and because it represents their ages and their ability to become better. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I Mm. remember reading of this name, but I've heard like one song. I, I like really, they really didn't make much impact on me at the time um, <laughs> but, um so this was a duo which consisted of park jimin who's now known as jamie who was the winner of the competition show k-pop star and beck yerin a trainee and contestant on the show star king and the two of them debuted with an r&b tinged ballad called i dream on october 5th 2012 and they focused mostly on vocals. They didn't really dance. They just kind of stood there and sang live and did their thing. And their songs were inspired by R&B, soul, and pop. So they had five singles with varying success through their career and eventually disbanded due to differences in the type of music that they each wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, what do you think of, of 15 and? Um, you know, I, I like them because I remember seeing Jimin, Jimin, excuse me, Jamie, I can't do this. I'm, <laughs> I remember seeing Jamie on, um, on the show mm-hmm. and I thought, oh, wow, she's, she's average sized. Oh my goodness. Um, to be honest with you, I think for for a couple of years like they were the first maybe i'm tripping i remember there was a group called piggy dolls but they weren't part of a big group i mean a big company yeah um they were the first quote-unquote average size quote-unquote plus size oh singers signed to a major label other than shindong from suju like but <laughs> but female wise we had yeah. not seen that and um i don't remember them getting criticized too much for their weight i mean of course it was going to, it's inevitable. Like people are going to say something, but because they were so talented, it was always like, they can sing their faces off. What can you do? You know? So, um, I remember Jamie had a British accent at the time, but now she's all hood. It's not like a whole tw- Twitter thread. Um, but she always could sing. Mm-hmm. She has great vocal control. And so did, um, Yedin. um, Yedin was like, she was scary. Good. I think they called her like an R and B genius at the time when she was on star King, like their, their vocal technique because they did not train in JYP was no offense, but it was better developed. Mm-hmm. And it was, their technique was really good for being 15 year old. And then like yes. 16, 17, uh, it was pretty good. And then the fact that they were harmonizing, very atypical, like we're used to like Mama Moo, maybe a Spica here and yeah. there, whatever, whatever era you were growing up in. Yeah, sure. But like, a big company with actual singers who kind of just jigged a little bit. It was impressive. Um, I think now they sound good doing their own thing because they know what their sound is. But even when they were together and still trying to figure it out, they were pretty solid. And their songs were actually good. Kind of sounded like Wonder Girls, but just had a fresher approach and a stronger vocal technique. Yeah, I did go through their singles um, in Mm -hmm. preparation for this. And yeah, they really do have great voices. The soul is much more genuine here yeah um in comparison to the other jyp groups we're talking about today um Mm -hmm. and yeah it's just nice it's it's refreshing to have 
you know, a group that is focused on vocals. Um, yeah. I, I will admit I did watch a couple performances and the chemistry is definitely not there between not the two. Um, like they barely even look at each other. Like they kind of just pretend the other one's not even there, you know, like they're, they're yeah. it almost is like no one knew how to even stage direct them if they didn't have choreography. So they went the extreme and just kind of stand there with no <laughs> stage presence. Um, so that's not great. Um, yeah. But I agree, I, you know, it's a shame I didn't really hear much about them when I was kind of, when they mm-hmm. were active. Um, right. But yeah, I, I appreciate some of their material that I've heard more recently. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, I, they do really do have great voices. So it's yeah. a shame that they didn't do too much. Together. Yeah, you know, yeah. around around this time, I really, I really... Speaking back, speaking back on your like chemistry note, I really do wish that they did have more chemistry. Um, but around this time, it was like a really slow kind of thing for JYP. I know they had Got Seven, so they were really focused on that, right? Mm-hmm. But like they had other, they had another female singer, uh, uh, Aeon. Aeon, they had her. She was a good singer too, but she wasn't like K-pop. She kind of was just a sit there and sing kind of ballad singer. Yeah. You know? Um, I have one of her songs on my, on my playlist called So-So. It's like one of my favorites. Uh, but yeah, they were kind of hitting the lull. It was almost to the point where people were just like, at this point, JYP's just got a boy group. And what girl group? Miss A wasn't getting pushed. What, what else was next? Mm. But then he announced a reality show called 16 and introduced his new group twice. So we have a Pop 101 episode about the Nations Girl Group where we discuss their whole artistry and discography coming out very shortly as of this release. So be sure to check it out. Uh, but getting back to what we were talking about, this group focuses primarily on bubblegum pop songs with their cheerful songs center around love. And they are known for integrating modern internet culture and references into their releases. Turn up, So I think this was different because we had retro sounds, R&B, but now we're going more toward pop, the color pink, you know, (laughs) and twice rose to domestic fame in 2016 with their single Cheer Up and have become the biggest K-pop girl group of this generation with global viral hits, including TT, Fancy, Feel Special, and many more. And in 2020, twice became the K-pop girl group with the most music show wins, totaling 106 wins, so 106. Yeah. <laughs> I said 100. <laughs> 106 in Park, um, 106 in <laughs> JY Park. And it's the they are the fastest girl group to reach that amount. So that's really impressive. You make me feel and I, I have to say, I am a fan. Um, but what about you? After we did our pop 101 and even before then, what did you think about them as a group? Yeah, you know, I'm not a massive, massive fan of most of mm-hmm. Twice's discography. I, I do mention in the episode that you guys will check out later that um, <laughs> I, I'm not as huge a fan of the super cutesy stuff um, mm-hmm. when it comes to girl groups. I prefer the fiercer, sassier stuff. Um, right. So most of their discography is not really for me, but it is undeniably catchy. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's amazing to see how much they've accomplished. Um like the fact that they've now have also have a, you know, American record deal. Um, they've done worldwide t- sold out tours and arenas yeah. and stuff. And, and it's yeah. just been really cool kind of seeing their growth and, and how much they've been able to um, 
get their name out there for people who didn't know K-pop. So yes, truly and truly impressed. Um, I will say vocally, um, there's a, there, <laughs> there's a lot of sub vocals here. Um, mm-hmm. I think this goes back to my point that he really, JYP really focuses more on overall X factor and presence and stuff and vocals are not number one. Yeah. Um, and again, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think, especially as they've developed, they kind of now know where each girl sits and yeah. how best to kind of help their voices, but that hasn't stopped, you know, people from noticing, yeah. you know, that the weaknesses. Yeah, the weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. I agree. I think one of my biggest pet peeves about um, fans sometimes, and even this group, is that there hasn't been uh, great vocal de- um, development with them. Um, I don't. I don't see them training. I don't even hear them really kind of just messing around. Really, it's all of them playing really safe. Um, I haven't heard anyone get vocally stronger in this group. Honestly, I'm a fan. I'm going to their concert in April, February. Excuse me. I'm mm-hmm. a fan. So. I can honestly say all I'm not saying they're not they didn't get better and choose better songs that fit their vocals. I just wish that some more sub vocals became better vocalists so that they could handle um certain certain parts of songs like Sana got better. Um so I that's someone I really noticed. Momo's still getting kind of pigeonholed in this really nasally JYP style of singing. Yeah. So it's she now is the one that's getting caught out there as like the untalented one when it's not the case it's just hey I'm getting notes that I don't normally I shouldn't be normally I shouldn't be able to hit normally excuse me um but yeah she's sitting there singing her nose like this and then she has to perform the song yeah ah. you know it doesn't nothing about that is complimentary even when I sound when even when I do it it's just like girl please stop um <laughs> but yeah I think <laughs> I think um I think as a group vocally they, they, there is room for growth, but they, they also kind of changed the way that JYP sounded in a good way, I think, or mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how you, how you feel about JYP, but I feel like they made JYP a little bit more brighter. Um, even though I love a good dark concept, they were never, I never looked at JYP as like a group that could like stand up against a 21 or yeah or or an snsd or or fx you know so it's kind of one of those things where it's like uh, he he didn't have much variety because everyone was very like (laughs) everything about r&b has to be angsty and painful and half air half sound so i think it's interesting that he introduced them and took a risk with the sound but also he was not their primary producer black eyed pilsung was for their first couple of singles and I didn't get a chance to mention this but Black Eyed Pilsung doesn't really work with them anymore because he has Stacy. therefore the sound that that twice has de- developed in the beginning of, the, uh, of their career mm-hmm. is now in Stacy's hands so it's so interesting to see where else they can go now that JYP kind of dibbles and dabbles and they're getting more American songwriters so that they're not they're not singing super high now yeah. they're singing in a range that's more comfortable so it's really interesting to see how much when the hands in the pots are removed, mm-hmm. other sound changes. Um, but, 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 but speaking of uh, hands in pots and such and too many members and groups, I have to say that I'm super happy that with the next group that there's only five members. <laughs> yes. All right. So Itzy debuted 
February 12th, 2019. And the group's concept is Girl Crush and High Teen, which put together is Teen Crush. <laughs> and their <laughs> lyrics um, often regard self-confidence. And mm-hmm. they debut with Dala Dala, which is a shape-shifting EDM song that quickly climbed the charts all over the world. broke the record at the time for the fastest k-pop debut music video to reach 100 million views on youtube so the success has kept up with the releases of wannabe and not shy in the morning and loco and the group Mm -hmm. also recently made their japanese debut Mm -hmm. so yeah so we had twice who was very cheerful very bright very girly then you have itzy who's Mm -hmm. fierce and cool and I'm a big fan they're very genuine I think I think all five of them even from the very start that Mm -hmm. you could feel the chemistry between the five and they all felt like they actually wanted to be doing this style of music you know sometimes you see these (laughs) members where it doesn't feel like they're actually doing music that they like you know yeah Um, yeah but that's definitely not the case with this one um Mm -hmm. I do have to shout out Yeji she is a star yeah from the beginning like such a recognizable face every time she goes on stage when she's in front of a camera she is just like yeah she brings it um and you know we watched all their end of year show performances you know Mm -hmm. of of 2021 and they were the highlight of almost all of them so they're solid um what do you think of itzy yeah, I like them. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't even know why I got sucked up into the, you know what? I know why actually when the teaser for Dala Dala came out and they were doing the dance break, we were like, what is happening? They're mm-hmm. on the floor. You know, uh, Yeti had her buns. It was just something about it was just really like, holy crap, what is this? And again, because it came from JYP, a, a company known for the R&B, a company known for the soul. And then now has become known for the, the, the the bright songs with twice and then the hip hop with got seven mm-hmm. you're thinking okay what else can they do and then they do this and it's not completely hip hop it's not completely pop mm-hmm. so it's so interesting to see that when they do perform their, their lead singles how they do make it r&b how they do make it totally pop how they even integrate rock so it's they are how you say like um they're like clay you can make them into any shape you want them to be right now they're going for the girl crush concept but I think even you mentioned it them kind of going into the whole discussion about love is interesting because when they did not shy it was just like well you're talking about a guy right now but mm-hmm. it still had that punchiness where it's like I'm not shy come get me mm-hmm. you know you're still you know? confident yeah yeah so they give me Miss A, but with the Gen Z energy. That's why I think a lot yes, of younger people like fair. them too, because they, they may not be in the heels, but they're still giving you, people look at me and they tell me I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Same thing with bad girl, good girl. You look at me and say, I'm a bad person, but I'm not a good girl. I know how to love well. So it's that same kind of uh, concept, but just, you know, reinvented and not in a heel. Um, I like them. And I think they give a lot of girl groups a run for their money, not just because they're fierce, but because they actually sing live, because they actually give you new uh, performances. They're performing the same song for two to three weeks, sometimes a month, and then still try to give you something new. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Um, vocally speaking, though, I'm glad that there's five of them. So they get a chance to really develop their vocals. You can actually hear, you can tell them apart, you know, the distinguishable 
ness of this group is great um i will say that they sing extremely nasally and yes. their songs are sometimes too high for them um which is a little bit uh i don't want to say annoying but it's a little unfortunate because a the older that they're get they're going to get their their voices are going to naturally deepen a and then b they're not going to be sitting there throwing themselves on the floor at no 25 years old mm-hmm. trying to you know so performance wise great it's not completely JYP like I don't think JYP when I hear them and I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but I don't I don't hear I think that's a good thing um yeah yeah I think that's a good thing I think it Mm -hmm. shows that he is kind of aware of the times that he Ah, knows where the industry is going and he knows what people want um I agree vocally I I don't think any of them are truly outstanding to be honest um but their x factor which kind of goes back to the whole I guess his initial you know concepts yeah um yeah. their x factor kind of does kind of make it all okay in a way yes um yes, yes. but it will be interesting to see how they develop i will be honest i actually prefer mm-hmm. their first couple singles uh compared to the ones the more recent ones um oh, yes. okay and i don't know if that's just me or if that's everyone mm-hmm. um but right. i can kind of feel them maybe losing a little bit of steam like they kind of don't know what else to do with this teen crush concept mm-hmm. so i think watching them adapt will will be interesting um as, as things just kind of develop and because they're they're giving these other girl groups a run for their money a lot of them are now trying to adopt this sound too yeah so the competition yeah. <laughs> is also higher so what are they going to do to kind of make sure that they stay up there I don't know no I agree I, yeah. I agree I think Itzy kind of put a battery in a lot of people's backs because it's just like oh you know girl crush has been done before but I don't think it was done like this before I was like you know uh I'm a pretty girl and I like you boy this one's like I don't care about you I'm gonna do what I want to do um but yeah also they come from JYP and I think back to what future is saying about like their sound even when I listen to their albums um they are the I worry about them too because the way God Seven kind of just had like this general just like swaggy kind of thing and uh their songs didn't age well Itzy's kind of leaning that way where it's like they have EDM songs that are fun but do you want to listen to them all the time? Probably not. No. Um, yeah. They did used to kind of like uh, experiment with rock a little bit in the beginning. Uh, so maybe they might kind of go back to it. But yeah, you're right. Because they're putting out so much, what is next for them? But with that being said, I mean, this next group, the next JYP group, it kind of just raises questions like, what's the next sound? What are they going to do that Itzy has not and that these past girl groups have not? So in July 2021, JYP Entertainment invited the internet to grab their future with a pre-order for a blind package for an unknown group. The pre-order period lasted for a week and the order surpassed 61,000 copies. The group that is attached to this blind package has been tentatively named JYPN, with the N being an unlimited variable and representing next, now, new. And it has been reported that JYP registered the name NMIX for said group. And this group of qualifying members consists of Lily, Heiwon, Suliyun, Jinny, Bei, Jiwoo, and Jin. Now, this new group. Chris and I have watched all of these videos. These qualifying and videos. These qualifying videos, these, right. Like teaser, like, yeah, member yeah. introduction videos. Yeah. Yes, we've watched them. And um, 
I think that our opinions might be on the opposite end of what the internet might be saying, but let's get into it. So Chris, what are your thoughts about this tentatively titled and mix? All right. Well, so I actually have no idea what the internet's been saying. So I'm not influenced at all. So that's interesting. Um, you can tell me about it after this, but um, <laughs> from watching all of these qualifying videos. So this includes dancing videos. There are singing yep. videos or kind of just general performance videos, some solo, some in like little two duos and trios. Um, yep. Honestly, I have no idea what to expect. Uh, all these teasers <laughs> feel like we're getting kind of the same vibe as itsy you know we're getting yeah. these like hip-hop dance covers we're getting like um kind of english like r&b yeah. pop song covers um yeah. so it almost feels like we're getting that kind of sassy kind of girl power um high mm-hmm. team concept again but i don't see why he would do that so yeah. i'm a little confused by what these teasers are supposed to be giving me mm-hmm. um in terms yeah. of the members, no one in particular really stands out for me. Um, mm-hmm. Ginny, she goes right back to the classic JYP vocal sound, um, yeah. which, yeah. you know, love it or hate it. Um, mm-hmm. I would say maybe Jiwoo has the most interesting sound, but I don't know if that was just because she sang the most interesting song. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, um, I, I, I yeah. couldn't fully tell that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I see the talent yeah. as a group. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really not sure what kind of sound we're going to get. What are, what are you thinking? Oh, you know, it's tough. I feel like it's interesting that he did this whole blind package thing. I don't think it's him specifically, but I think it's interesting that the company went with the blind package that speaks a lot to how, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but how people would literally buy into anything. Um, if it has his name on it, um, which I mean, it's good for him, but at the same time, it's just like, y'all don't know okay (laughs) so um for me I feel like uh they're too young to do the whole girl crush teen just the qualifying videos are just too grown for for me like the whole like swaying and humping the floor and the press cover I don't like that I will never like it Saloon dancing to full moon that that song is about intercourse we're not gonna sit and act like it's not the fact that she's so young dancing like I don't like that that's Mm -hmm. another thing too that I've noticed that he kind of that the company's not him uh the company itself kind of pushes their younger pretty members to do questionable things I don't like it um they're talented yeah um they can dance very well um there's some contemporary dancing as well Mm -hmm. um but overall, vocally, I can't say that I would know what the sound of the group is. They do have Lily, who was a contestant on Superstar K, if I'm not mistaken. And she does have pretty good vocals, but she's been training with JYP for what, seven years now. And she was supposed to be with Itzy. So if her sound fits what Itzy kind of sounds like, but she just didn't make it because mm-hmm. she didn't fit the look or whatever, then I don't know if we're going to get any kind of vocal, like any kind of vocal difference from itsy um i'm hoping that they go for a more quote-unquote feminine concept where it's like you know um (laughs) not lace but more elegant like an eye where it's still kind of fierce you have some percussion but it's still very beautiful at the same time because Mm -hmm. at this point what else can this group do unless they do something retro and go for like a 90s sound right it's possible that like he's completely throwing us off and yeah. these teaser videos have nothing to do with the sound of the group. And we're going to get something like 
crazy different, you know, Um, which would be fun. That'd be fun. Mm -hmm. Um, I also, you know, we went going back to write to the beginning, like Mm -hmm. he was inspired by R&B, like that, that vocal, that half air, half sound thing (laughs) is his attempt at soul. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, those influences have pretty much disappeared with Itzy and Twice. And Mm -hmm. so maybe, maybe he's bringing it back with the, with this new girl group. Yeah. That's possible. So I'm hoping we were talking about it earlier. So I'm just hoping that it, it is because at this point, it's just like everyone's making this bright pop sound. We kind of complained about this with Kepler. There is no soul. No one is bringing you. No one's giving you stank anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's a little it's a little uh, boring now because yeah. at this point, yeah, they look good and they sound OK. I'm not that fond of a lot of their covers because like they don't have that they don't know what they're thinking about especially that survivor cover oh that was mm-hmm. just like hit these notes that i'm playing on the piano ding mm-hmm. ding 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 dun, 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 dun. it was just very much like you know exactly <laughs> like it yeah so no soul no understanding it didn't feel like they understood what they were singing about but i'm just hoping they go back to the, the r&b sound that it's not so like cheesy yeah because it's doable you just have to find a proper sound. Like you can integrate R and B in there without it having, without having it sound like Wonder Girls, and then have it sound too cheesy, like, um, you know, like Twice. Because Twice can be a little cheesy sometimes. You know, I think they'll be fine because I mean, think about the the pre sales. They'll be fine because of that. Yep, they got a budget. Yeah, they got the budget. But do they have the talent to carry on their own sound? All right, so what do you all think about JYP's girl groups and what are you expecting from the new one? Uh, For our viewers, please let us know your thoughts in the comments below and give us a like, subscribe to our channel and hit that notification bell. And for our listeners, please give us a follow and a five-star rating on your preferred podcast platform. Don't forget to follow us and hit us up at CCTV Pops on all social media. Until next time, that's Shan. That's good. And we are CCTV <laughs> speaking of putting out more groups and wow that's terrible <laughs> speaking of putting out <laughs>